Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Sarah Westcott. This is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Rad. A podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them I whenever see. we feel like it. I, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Someday we'll get back. It's, um, I said it, I don't know if you noticed I used my librarian voice just then when I said, uh, um, at the podcast, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I actually didn't notice, but I loved it. So I said, I said, and this is to be read <laughs> in my best librarian <laughs> podcaster voice. I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, yeah. So we had another sh- mini hiatus, but not planned. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I got sick yet again. Everyone in my house got sick. Um, and husband had strep throat. I just had like sinus shit going on. Um, still have like, like I still get like yeah. in the, in, at the end of the day, I get the sinus headache. Yeah. Um, that's pissing me the fuck off, but that's it, I guess, you know, I, hopefully it's over. (laughs) I don't know. You also had a birthday. I did. I did. Yesterday was my birthday. Um, yeah, it was kind of uneventful. (laughs) This whole, this whole birthday was uneventful. Just be Aiden had, Aiden had like his, uh, basketball championship. He won. Yay. Awesome. I mean, he barely played, so it didn't matter. It doesn't matter that much. In my opinion, um, I sat. I just sat there on my birthday evening watching my kid ride the bench, which was great. It's cool. <clears throat> yeah, he's um, on the team. Everybody's important. Yeah, yeah, in their own way. Yeah, so they say. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I turned thirty nine yesterday. It was kind of depressing in a way, and the only reason why is because I do not like odd numbers. So literally every year, every on, other year, every other year on an odd birthday, I get incredibly depressed on my So birthday. you'll be super happy next year when you're a nice big round 40. Yeah, I don't know. How, it's going to be really <laughs> weird how that's going to hit me. I'm, I'm honestly like waiting to see because yeah, it's an even number and I love it. I love even numbers, but the idea of being 40 freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's don't kind know. of a weird... I don't know. I feel like I'm still, we've talked about this, like mm-hmm. 25 in mind, yeah. 23, Same. 28, Same. something like that. And then I try to think about what I used to think about 40-year-olds when I was like my kid's age. And yep. I'm like, they're fucking old. <laughs> like, yep. I can remember, I vaguely remember when my parents or more my mom because my mom was, my mom was younger, like six years younger than my dad. Um, And so when she turned 40, I kind of vaguely remember it and just thinking as a kid, like, holy fuck, I hope I never get that old. And now it's like, you realize as an adult like this, like age really is just a number. They say that all the time, but it's true. Like, I mean, I don't think I fucking look any older than I did at 35 you know what i right. mean like i'm and i mean i spent a lot of money trying to <laughs> try to not look you know what i mean but um i don't know i don't know i was i maybe i was being generous with 35 but who knows <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. i specifically remember as a child and i can't i could probably if i thought about it really hard figure out how old i was but my i remember my aunt my one aunt turning 40 and me writing her a card that I thought was fucking hilarious uh, that basically said, just think when you're 80, you'll have gone over the hill twice. And mm-hmm. I thought I was just quite witty in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is funny because looking at it right now, when, you know, you're, you're in your forties, I'm going to be 40 next year. And it's like, I'm like barely in my forties. No, but- <laughs> I, I know, but you know what I mean? Like yes. you're enmeshed yes. in the, in the decade of yes. your forties and Again, you don't look it either, by the way, just so you know. Sure. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, it's funny because to think about it, we're talking about only maybe half Halfway. of our Halfway. life being right. over. And all maybe, of the, all of the you know? stuff that we've done yeah. in 40 years is, yeah. is 
it's insane when you think about it. It really, it really all of the is. life experiences that you remember, and to think that you're going to have at least, hopefully, twice, really twice is. that plus. Yep, yep. It's kind of it's kind of wild to think about, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know. So so that was on my mind a lot yesterday, and I was just you know I was pissed off about the basketball game and having to do something that I didn't want to do. Everybody being sick. Just just to clarify, she was not supposed to have a basketball game on her birthday I wasn't. that she was going to have to go to. I wasn't. But, but the snowstorm snow on Saturday yes. bumped everything out. Yes. So that was frustrating. But, um, you know, I mean. Sacrifices we make. Yeah, it, it, is one of, it is one of those things. And I realize that, you know, as you get older, your birthdays matter like nothing, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just a nice day for everybody to, you know, notice and yeah. whatever. Um, that being said, like, nobody at work knew it was my birthday. And I, left, I don't go around telling everybody. I left, a, I left on a half day on my birthday because nobody at work said <laughs> shit to me. And I was like, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, see you later, <laughs> see you later. It's funny because like, I just, it was one of those things that kind of bothers you in the moment. But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm an adult. I'm not going to go. It's my birthday today. Right. It's my birthday. Right. You know, like, it's, it's my just, birthday, mom. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Plus yeah. again, like I said, I wasn't feeling 39 anyway. Yeah. So anyway, um, do you before I get into what I wanted to talk talk to you about before we talk about the book, do you have anything? Any so little housekeeping just stuff? The, the only thing I want to say is that we did get um, an email from a listener. We sure did. That's our good friend Tony. This is Tony, and I. It was so weird because I, 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 up until the point that we got it, he's been on my mind. I'm like, I feel like we were like super talking with him, and then all yeah. of a sudden he kind of fell away. Which is not necessarily his or our fault. It's just a matter of life. But he sent an email. um, I don't know what day. February 24th is. But that day. Good evening, ladies. I'm listening to the You Can't Catch Me episode. I have not... I have not read Ready Player One, but when I saw the movie, I felt as though that must be the best movie I watched in 2018. (laughs) My rating is based on the story presentation, graphics, plot, and timing. I love that you are drinking pina coladas at 10 a.m. I have the podcast social... I hope the podcast social media engagement is increasing. Tony. And I just... I adored the fact that he commented on the pina coladas at 10 a.m. Because it was a quite tasty drink. Yes, it was. Um, And I also strongly encouraged him back to read Ready Player One and... Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's tough sometimes because you're like, you know, after after the fact, especially if he liked the movie, you don't want to be like, eh, what? Yeah. you know, like, because yep. it's tough. It's very yeah. much like, well, I don't want to I don't want to pepper your your thoughts about the movie that you act clearly enjoy. Right. You know, whatever. but also but, like, I just I don't know. Yeah. I'm always curious. Yeah. So I briefly need to chat about Daisy Jones and the Six because um as you know, this was one of our episodes. I can't remember which episode it was, but it was way back. One of them. Yeah, it was. It was one of it was our like earliest just ones, somewhere in t- around ten. Yeah, eight, yeah. Seven, between I think between like six and ten. Yeah. Um, and we loved that book. Love everything about it. And we knew that a TV show was coming out, and it's on Amazon Prime. And it actually just dropped the first three episodes. There are going to be ten of them. It dropped the first three episodes this past Friday, and um, I have enlisted my husband to watch them with me and luckily um we watched i can't remember the the, what night we watched the first one but it might have been friday night um uh and i don't know how i was thinking he's gonna hate this he's gonna not dislike it but he turned to me and he's like this might be one of the greatest tv shows i've ever watched like i'm upset like i love this tv show and like it helps that it's you know it's a it's a genre of music that both of us really Mm -hmm. love and we grew up on and adore um so and it's just like, I I need to, 
I need you to watch it. Katie, you have Amazon yes, Prime, right? Yes. Okay. I, this I promise yes. I will watch okay. in a regular time period. So here's the thing. So they drop the first three episodes, and then each subsequent episode is going to come out on Thursdays. So, you know, you've got time to catch up until, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, and clearly they're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to yeah. sit there or whatever. But um, when... I'm I'm gonna I don't want to spoil it too much, but you've read the book. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna spoil a little bit of something for you. Daisy Jones and um Brian, uh Billy Dunn don't meet until the third episode. So the bands come together at, at the third episode, which is why I think they put all three episodes out at one time. Yeah, so you, so you weren't like, of, oh, yes, how is it yes. Daisy Jones and the Six when it's right. Daisy Jones over here and the Six over exactly, here? exactly. Okay. But. I need to explain to you. So the Billy Dunn is played by Sam uh, Claflin, who was Finnick O'Dare in the Hunger Games movies. Okay. Um, he would only have been in the second and third and fourth ones. He wasn't in the first one. Um, and Which, then quick interruption. Yes. Adam has finished the series, and so he yeah, on my him. way on my way today. He's like, "Can we watch the Hunger Games tonight?" I was like, "Depending what time I get home, we can definitely start it." So we, ex- that's what I'm doing tonight. We did watch them with the kids, and they loved them. Uh, they did not read the books though, because my kids don't read anyway. <laughs> and uh, Riley, I don't know how to say her last name. I want to say Keo or Kioff plays um, Daisy Jones, and she is. The daughter of Lisa Marie Presley, the granddaughter of Elvis Presley. I didn't know that. Um, her voice is like just like smoky, like beaut, just beautiful voice. And when they finally come together, the fucking chemistry is palpable. Like it is ridiculous. Like they look at each other and it's like, oh fuck. Like they, they picked the exact right people. Are to they play these actually? Parts dating yet or have they started dating yet or will they be dating soon well you know the movie they don't or the book they don't know i'm date. not talking about the character oh god i think they're both i think i think uh sam claflin is married i'm not positive on that for now yeah oh my god they they like they go together so well and their voices so they both sing they had to like they had to sing. they had to be singers yeah they you're not to gonna singers. lip sync this exactly it's a so, fucking band Show. Right, and like, you, it's, you gotta bring yeah. originality there's to enough, make it right. There's enough talent available. Exactly, yeah. yes. And um, when they first sing, so, you know, I, I let you listen to it. Um, when they first sing Honeycomb, uh, when Daisy Jones' voice comes in, like, I got fucking chills watching it. It was, and I still, do, like, listening to it, I get chills each time I've listened to it. I don't, like, maybe 20 times today or more. Like, I have... I've already know some of the most of yeah. the lyrics to it, but um, and I turned to my husband last night and I was like, "Okay, so what? What do you think?" And he's like, "This is one. Like, seriously, this is one of the best shows I've ever watched. I'm so happy to like have this to watch with him." Is he gonna pick up a book? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, he he will like get halfway through and never finish like, it. Yeah, but um, Bill Gates is that the one? I Steve Jobs. Steve, he did finish Steve Jobs. Okay. He finished Steve Jobs. There was one. No Country for Old Men, he started reading, and he got, like, literally 30 pages left and just never picked yeah, it up again. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's 30 pages. Like, you can't just take yeah, 20 minutes done. out of your day. Well, he knows the end. Yeah. Um, so I cannot stress enough how good the show is and how amazing the music sounds. Like, I love that they created a classic rock album that um, sounds still classic rock because that's what it's supposed to be but works 
for today. For now. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just sounds The so whole incredible. album's released already, right? The That's whole album. Yep. They okay. released the whole album on Friday when they dropped the, the show. And John said, he's like, I'm not going to listen to the album, the whole album, until they release each, each song, song. In, in, I like the, in the show. But I'm like, nope, I'll listen to the album. Yeah. So I listened to the whole album today, and it's it's great. Like, I, I love it. There are legit bangers on that album. Yeah. So. <laughs> So that's my Daisy Jones talk. I just wanted to, I'm hoping that at some point we can actually do a full screen episode for that once we both catch up. I mean, that'll be, that'll be in the future, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, that's something we should put on our, on our list. Absolutely. So that being said, we do have a, de- a delicious drink sitting here. Hopefully. Maybe we should um, <laughs> jump into our prologue. What do you think? Yes. All right. So Katie. We read <laughs> Midnight at the Blackbird Cafe. Um, this was published on July 16th, 2019. By Heather Weber. By, yes, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's by my, my apologies. Um, so I didn't really have anything. I, I tried to look up some little fast facts for this book, but instead I kind of went with fast, with facts about blackbirds, um, and that kind of thing because, you know, it's, it's more fun. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, um, okay. Oh! Fuck! What? I totally remembered something I meant to tell you. What? And I didn't write it down. I'll tell you. Well, keep going. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> you know, like this this book is oddly like weirdly about pies and whatever. Um. So, <laughs> I looked I looked up about blackbirds and I found that in medieval times, they would actually place live blackbirds underneath the crust in a pie. And then, like, it would open up and the bird would fly out. Whatever. So it was based on, like... A... So they wouldn't bake the blackbird. No, Because no. that would kill it. Apparently not. But I don't know how... I, I honestly don't know how exactly they did it. But it was... Come here. Come here. It here, was... just sit right here. A... I'll put a fucking pie crust on top of right, your head. Right, exactly. Okay. But it was the origin of this little this little poem. And it goes, uh, Sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye, four and twenty blackbirds baked, baked in, in a, a pie. pie. When the pie was open, the birds began to sing, Oh, wasn't that a dainty dish to set before the king? Yeah. So I had never heard that before. What? I'd never heard that before. It's like a little, like a nursery rhyme from forever. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I figured yeah. that, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of funny. Um, my last little fact is... You may have heard it. You may have not. May not have. If you did, you probably heard it from Glee. Kurt sang it on Glee. The Beatles have a song called "Blackbird." It goes, "Blackbird singing in the dead of night." Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, so you sounded just like him. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that song was inspired by Paul McCartney. He was on um, uh, like a meditation retreat in India, and he heard the blackbirds sing at night. Ah, uh, and then cool. it was also kind of a song based on uh, like um southern u.s uh racial uh issues back in back in late 1960s or whatever um what i read was that uh blackbird was like a young american black girl basically so it was kind of you know both of those things but anyway subcontext yes yes so that was my fast facts for that all right give us a reader rundown sure do and i left my reading glasses downstairs so i'm gonna (laughs) kind of do like some squinty leaning tilty thing nestled in the mountain shadows of alabama lies the little town of wicklow did you say wicklow or did you say wicklow I said Wicklow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is here that Anna Kate yep, has returned to bury her <laughs> beloved Granny Z, the owner of the Blackbird Cafe. It was supposed to be a quick trip to close the cafe and settle her grandmother's estate, but despite her best intentions to avoid forming ties or even getting to know her father's side of the family, Anna Kate finds herself inexplicably drawn to the quirky southern town her mother ran away from so many years ago and the mysterious Blackbird Pie everybody can't stop talking about. 
As the truth about her past slowly becomes clear, Anna Kate will need to decide if this lone blackbird will finally be able to take her broken wings and fly. So, ready to go into the story? Well, let's drink our cocktail first. Oh, let's take fuck, our yeah, let's do that. Yes, okay. and, then, and then we can go into so, the story. So, the, the cocktail, um, I was going to, I found, I just quick typed in blackbird cocktail. <laughs> and found, what a good way to do it. Yeah, and found um, four different drink recipes all called blackbird that were sort of similar but not really the same but there was rum and coffee and pineapple juice in some sort of combination okay. and aperitif and or aperol was in some of them and there it just seemed um painful so then i uh googled mulberry cocktail because the mulberry tree is where the blackbirds live behind right. the cafe and i found the mulberry bramble cocktail mm-hmm which is supposed to be mulberry gin, lemon juice, and blackberry liqueur. But we obviously have an ingredient that we couldn't find because mulberry gin is apparently difficult to find. But the bottom of the recipe says, if you can't find mulberry mulberry gin, slow gin will work just as well. Not so, to mention the fact that we almost always can't find an ingredient. So yeah, we always have I mean, to, like, I don't whatever. really just think a, about it. It's just a fact of this yeah, podcast. I don't, I don't really think to try until it's, you know, on my way to drive here. And I'm like, oh, shit. Let's do it. You yep. ready? It looks like cough syrup. We've discussed this already. That's tasty. I like it. I like that a lot. I like it. I it's like a lot it. better than the slow gin sip that I took. Yes, to make sure that same, it wasn't gonna die. Same, because it, it ta- that tasted like like cough syrup. cough syrup, and this like has like a, the lemon juice brings like a tartness to mm-hmm. it that I is like really needed. Yes. So I'm yep. I'm glad that that was good. Yeah, it is good. Um, I so will be drinking it. Yeah. Now we can go to the store. All right. Baby. All right. So, Katie, you why don't you start this one off? You're the one who picked this book, and it was because... So, I got this book um, and from one of our... Swaps. Mystery book swaps. <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't something that was on my list. And I thought it just sounded... It sounded cute. And, again, it was um, one that I had. It was in my to-be-read pile. Somebody gifted it to me, so I felt like it must be good mm-hmm. at some point in some way, shape, or form. So, we put it on our list, and we read it. And I am going to ask Sarah, what did you think of it? Um, being kind, I thought that it was boring, quite honest. Like, uh, there were, I, I, there were parts that I thought were cute and I actually enjoyed, but for the most part, I was like, what is the point of this book? Okay. So I, there, I felt like I read the first like 50 or 60 pages Mm -hmm. really fast. And then I felt like I was stuck in the middle of the book for like a solid week. Mm -hmm. Um, and I realized at one point in time, I, I kind of got the bored feeling, but I think that it's just the whole narrative. It takes place in a southern Alabama town, and I feel like the entire book just had that feel of, like, slow southern. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then the book read like that, yes, too. Yes, yes, which um, Which is part of, like, maybe charm for some people. Right. But for us... We so, kind of like a little bit fat, more fast. We're in New York. Yeah. We're like, let's go. Let's get to the point. Let's go. Yeah, what are exactly. you doing? How are you still not just, just we, you've walked past the fucking restaurant six times and you haven't gone in. Like, what are yeah. you doing? What? Yeah. Um, I did. I liked the little quirkinesses that were here and there um, with the blackbirds and the magic and the cute little romances. But again, with the romances, 
fucking kiss. Yeah. Get on with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. If too, you think she's gonna leave, fucking kiss her yeah. so she can maybe stay. It was too. It was too slow, Bernie, in my opinion. And we never actually really got a kiss other than like him kissing her on the temple, and then basically like her saying, her saying, "Oh, he he was early for coffee this morning because he stayed the night last yeah. night." Like, show us the fuck part. Come yeah. on. <laughs> what the hell, man? Like, but that's not very time? proper for the southern. No, but she's twenty four years old. I mean, come on. So I so one of the things I did really like about it is that um first of all it it kind of had the narrative was some of the chapters started with like a little intro about somebody being a reporter and yes. taking over yeah. or t- t- interviewing everybody and then the bulk of the book um bounced back and forth between Anna Kate who's the main character and Natalie who's her unknown aunt yes. which I don't know how the fuck you don't know that she's your aunt with faster than they did, but that's <laughs> whatever. Um, I I liked uh, so I flagged page seventy one. Um, where's the part that I should have read? <laughs> Ran the first uh... soaring oaks, pines, and black walnut trees cast long shadows. Butterflies skimmed colorful wildflowers, standing brightly among the tall weeds and grasses that hugged the lane. I often found peace in the woods, thanks to Z. For as long as I could remember, whenever she would visit, she'd find a way to sneak me out to the woods to teach me the magic of nature. She lovingly shared how plants, shrubs, trees, and flowers offered alternatives to traditional medicine, all things my mother had also forbidden. So the fact that her grandma is basically teaching her how to do all of this holistic healing things with teas and balms and salves and all of that, I... I, I like that because I think that that is sometimes more powerful than regular medicine, but that's... It can be. I found it a little corny, to be honest. Like, Well, it, you know. It's just like, <laughs> I, I find it... I'm skeptical of that shit. You know that. You know yeah. that about me. I'm skeptical of that So I don't think stuff. it's necessarily going to heal shit, but I think it's going to lessen it. I think it has I think it has a, a placebo effect in a lot of ways. You put shit on your face for why? Absolutely. Agree. 1,000% <laughs> agree. But, and like... There's a lot of chemicals that stuff yeah. in that, like that that actually works. But like, so that that's the thing. Like the holistic stuff, I I get it. I do. I think that you know, for for certain people, that's great. I don't think it's an alternative for Western. Oh, and I, modern I'm not medicine. saying. I'm not saying. You shouldn't no, no, no. Use yeah, medicine, yeah. But I just feel like sometimes, like especially like stomach aches, like the the lesser mm-hmm. alleviation mm-hmm. or ailments that you might Absolutely. have. I don't even. I don't like to take medicine. When right. I was sick this last week, you know, the doctor was like. You taking some? Are you, are you taking medicine? And I was like, no. Yeah. And he's like, take some Dayquil, take some Dayquil. I'm like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to put stuff in my body if it's not completely necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or so natural? Or yeah, whatever. I mean, you're giving me like, <laughs> you're making me feel like a hypocrite because I am a, a little bit of ways. But there's like certain things that I don't. I just have always been the kind of person who's just like, I'm not going to take medicine unless I desperately need yeah. to take no, it. No, I get you that. You know what I mean? Um, I did flag literally one thing in this book, and it was just one thing that annoyed me a little bit. I don't exactly know where it is in this, but it's it's Natalie's chapter. It's the first time we're meeting her. It's when her when Faline has her outside, um, and she's you know pondering going into the the Blackbird Cafe because she wants a piece of pie. She wants to get a. We need to talk way about the pie. about the pie yeah. and all that stuff. But there was just kind of a a little bit of um, a, a thing that. Natalie says, she says, uh, basically, Faylene mentions that she's on, on these all, all these committees and organizations, and she mentions the fact that she is part of the Daughters of the Confederacy, and, like, that very much Turned put you a, off. It's yeah. a, it put a very yeah. sour taste in my mouth, and I just want to, like, 
share what, if people don't know what the United Daughters of the Confederacy is, um, this is from Wikipedia. It's literally the first, the first paragraph. It just says the United Daughters of the Confederacy is an American neo-Confederate hereditary association for female descendants of Confederate Civil War soldiers. Engaging in the commemoration of these ancestors, the funding of monuments to them, and the promotion of the pseudo-historical lost cause ideology, ideology and corresponding white supremacy. And that, like, yeah i mean i knew what the daughters of the confederacy was and the second i read it i was just like like okay it's gross i get it you live in the southern you live in the south that's what you do but like this is now what year does this take place in it's in the 2020s i mean come on when it took place but it was written in 2019 yeah yeah i mean it's not like it's an old-timey thing it's just kind of icky you know, yeah. Why? 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 Why did that need to be a part of it? Because it probably. Well, I don't know where she is from. Where She's is she from? from Alabama. They're they're Wicklow, Alabama. She currently lives near Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm. I thought you. Author. I thought you were talking no, about no, Natalie. No. Um. Yeah. No. I, I. I was wondering that too. I was like, is she a Southern person? And I feel like I didn't really see that. But yeah, she lives mm. whatever. Um, I literally only flagged one more thing and I don't even know why I did that. <laughs> anyway. So I just have like cute little things and okay. a couple little quirky things. Um, so on page 79, she is visiting Aubin, um, who's the dad of Summer, who Aubin, um, we find out was with her mom and dad when they were in an accident okay. and her, her dad died. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's having tea with him. Sweet black blackberry tea, right? It wasn't that blackberry tea? Yeah. And he says... Uh, took me nearly a month to perfect the recipe. Worth every minute, I took another sip trying to deconstruct the flavors. Is there honey in there? Yes, ma'am. But what gives it that extra something, he said, listening forward and dropping his voice, is grenadine. (laughs) And I know that that is one of your favorite things. And recently, um, so on Saturday, we were out at dinner, and for whatever reason, my kids always, well, Eric always gets a Shirley Temple. He fucking loves grenadine. Mm-hmm. And um, that was my first foray into grenadine when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, always. yeah, yeah. So we, um, he loves cherries on his ice cream. So we usually have a jar of maraschino cherries. And every now and then we run out of maraschino cherries, and I got the freaking squeeze bottle of grenadine in my fridge, probably that I bought for something here. Mm hmm. So Saturday we're talking about it and I said to Luke, he said something about cherry juice and grenadine and I said, well, grenadine's actually made from pomegranates. And he's like, is it really? And I go, well, I'm like 99.5% positive. I'm not a thousand percent, but I'm, I'm like right there. Yeah. But where we were, um, if they have Wi-Fi, we don't have the password. So, and there's zero service. So we're like, mm, can't look it up. We'll have to check when we get home. He pulls out the bottle of grenadine, which mind you, it's a 12 ounce bottle. There's probably an ounce of grenadine left at the bottom. And he's like, what do you think? the first recipe first ingredient is i go sugar he goes yep what do you think the second one is and i go pomegranate juice he goes no water i'm like okay so it's simple syrup to start with yeah and he goes what do you think the third one is and i go pomegranate juice he goes yeah and i was like fuck yes i knew it i knew it was pomegranate juice he goes what do you think the fourth ingredient is and i go no idea he goes non-standard wine it's fucking what? alcoholic. The grenadine that we have is alcoholic. It's 1% alcohol, so it's not really it's hardly not, anything. It's not bad, yeah. But my kid has drank almost the entire fucking bottle on his ice cream. My six-year-old, every night, I, is grenadine all over his ice cream. I don't think there's anything bad about that. And again, like, I just, would, I, it, would, I it, would a restaurant give a kid a Shirley Temple? Well, you know so what that's I mean? my question, if, is yeah. I wonder if the grenadine that... So mine is specifically, like, a cocktail grenadine, which I think most of the bars and restaurants I, probably absolutely. use the same thing. And I, yeah. I didn't know if normally... 
grenadine actually has one percent alcohol which i think is freaking hilarious that is actually really funny if that's a standard operating procedure how many parents yeah you can have a shirley temple sure have a shirley yeah. temple which yeah. it's, it's minimal it's yeah. like negligible yeah but. because you'd get you get pretty sick after having like enough shirley temples to get to you to get the point drunk. where you're drunk yeah like but yeah. you would be sick from the sugar and the syrup uh-huh. more than more than the, yeah, the, the alcohol, alcohol. Yeah, yeah for sure but i found it highly amusing mm-hmm. so back to the book that's really funny um so okay quick question did you like anna kate and nicole and, and natalie like did you have like so they were the main characters of the book and as katie mentioned you know anna kate is 24 years old natalie is 27 years old anna kate's father is the one who died in the car crash that her mother was driving the car yeah. and you know uh natalie's family blamed the mother um so basically they ran her out of wicklow yeah and anna kate only came back because granny z died um i I mean personally i did like anna kate Mm -hmm. i thought she i thought there were parts where i was just like okay this is getting a little bit annoying like go to this go to the sunday supper then get pissed off and leave then go to another sunday supper and then get pissed off and leave and it's like okay how many times are we gonna do this you know what i mean but she was the character. But she also wanted to learn her father's sure, history sure. and getting that from her father's family. Yes. And having an aunt that's only three years older than yeah. you that has an absolutely freaking adorable daughter that yeah. you can bond with her or yeah. her daughter. And her daughter is just, she was really cute. Just speaking Ollie of her really daughter, cute. just speaking of her daughter very quickly, like there was one part in the book and it's it's toward, it's near the end. Um, The whole book, Ali says hi, hi to people. Yeah. Hi, hi. And she says, you know, Anna Kay, Anna Kay for yeah. Anna Kay, Anna Kay or whatever. And at the end of the book, she drops the second high and Anna Kay mentions it. And I'm like, that tugged up my heartstrings a lot. There were so many things that I remember my kids saying mm-hmm. that evolved over time and then completely stopped, stopped yeah. altogether. I like one thing in particular, I can remember Aiden and I think I m- remember these things more with Aiden only because he was the first one and mm-hmm. we just paid attention to those things more. But there was one point, I think he was probably two, and he would go, uh-oh, happened. Like, uh-oh, what happened? Yeah. And then it would be, beca- and it became, uh-oh, what happened? You know? And then finally it, st- it got onto what happened. And I can just remember, like, I really wish that I had taken a video of him saying, uh-oh, happened or what happened? Yeah. You know? It's just like, at least I can remember those things. Mm-hmm. But... That was that was something that tugged at my heartstrings. A I definitely bit. have some of those that Adam says, and I can't think of a single one of them right now off the top of my head. Yeah, but like I put you on the every spot. now and then he'll say something, and I'll be like, "Oh, you used to go blah, 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 whatever mm-hmm. it is." But mm-hmm. it's yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. No, that was that is cute. The one thing I can do, I do remember Sophie. She did this for the longest time. She would put like a. I'm trying to oh God. I'm trying to exactly remember how it would be, but. Um, her vowel sound almost sounded like a W. So, like when she said "sorry," it'd be "swawi" or something like yeah. that. You know, it was it was it was cute. But and I miss that. I miss kids when they were kids. Now they're yeah. thirteen and eleven, and they're bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like your 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 tweet that you <laughs> said the other day. This tweet did not age well. <laughs> no, it didn't. It did not. I wish my kids didn't always get along. These fuck! Kids, I shouldn't have wished that. These kids are exhausting as fuck. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Oh my god. Um. So did you did you like them? Did you like either of them? Did you like one over the other? I liked Anna Kate. I I wish I liked that she had a lot of. 
like the the southern stuff built into her without realizing it like the wanting to make the pies and the weeding the garden and growing the zucchini i think that was just mostly granny z like her her influence you know i mean because she didn't never see her granny z would go and visit them and taught her all of which i would i wish that i i don't even know if it was mentioned maybe it wasn't i just missed it the fact that like so granny z actually had to like close the cafe and go visit or right or, yeah. I, or I assume jenna and Bo would take the dog and the cat i mean the cat and the bird what you didn't catch on that there were the cat and the bird what what the fuck Explain it to me. Oh my god! Explain they were it the to cat me. and the bird. No, they weren't. He was the. So you're talking about the the people that worked in yes. the kitchen for 25 years, yes. the same amount of time as the accident. The cat was chasing a bird that caused the accident, and then the she's the bird, and she had a fucking bird feather in her head. You didn't catch on. But this? they are. She's teeth. He's other the black people, cat. Though. Or the gray cat. He's the gray cat. But it's too, not that, like they're figments of her imagination. No, like, that's like the magical part of it. I th- this is another thing. Like, you know, I hate fucking. I hate that fucking shit. Yeah, except I for Harry Potter. Shit. How did I not catch that? I don't know. Maybe that's why. That's one of the I things. I, like, uh, that's w- one of the things I really liked about it. <laughs> it's, Thank you for like, telling me that. But yeah, so they they started. They stayed there because they felt like they had to fix things because they caused the accident, being the cat and the bird. Yeah, and then she ran away. So they stayed and they stayed around town to try and to fix things. People? <laughs> no, they are. I don't know. They're freaking magical. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that part. Well, but. that's the part that I do, I just don't, I don't understand. Like that's that's for me. That's just very much like if it's if it if there has to be a mat like if there's going to be a magical thing in that like how the fuck am I supposed to pick that up on there? They like, talked about it so many times, and there was a. <laughs> I need, whole, you to, like, I need you to flag something. Uh, and pull it out for I don't me think because... I did because I was like, there's no way you didn't. <laughs> Well, apparently you <laughs> overestimated or uh, overestimated uh, my oh, smart. There was here. a whole page where they made like he came back in and he's like, "Oh yeah, cat got my tail." Oh, oh. okay. Well, this is like this is interesting. I'm glad. Okay, to be here's one. It. Um, so at some point in time, he reached for a box and two boxes tumbled off the shelf. He snagged both in midair. Impressive, I said, taking one of the boxes from his hand. Cat-like reflexes come in handy once in a while. That was one of them, and so then they're trying and to then beat like over the head same, with it. But but I you didn't just, get it. <laughs> yeah, but that is like. But then, like a paragraph, a, a, a couple sentences later, Jenna whistled as she spotted him. Look what the cat done dragged in. I don't like cat mu- cats much. Aubin said, "Like I, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about that." And then they're going to move on once they the the house and the carriage house are going to be reunited, and she yeah. and the guy whose name I can't even remember. Gideon, remember. Gideon. Gideon. I was going to say Cam, but the Cam was the Natalie. Cam was the other. I yeah. got confused a little bit in the beginning because it was jumping back and forth between Natalie and Anna Kate as far as which one was going to start dating Cam and which one was going to start dating yeah. Gideon. And I was like, wait, which yeah. one? Which one? But I the, uh, clearly, you know me, and like the romance parts were my favorite parts yeah. of the of the story. I wish there were was more of it because mm-hmm. I'm fucking horny apparently and yeah. just wanted always to be like hey <laughs> come, when are you kissing guys when are you gonna kiss um Put your hand in your pants i when when <laughs> she first mentioned gideon being friendly with granny z i'm not gonna lie to you i thought it was an old man and she said oh gideon picked me up and brought me to the you know and yeah. then gideon's taking me here no fuck like where is the? can you tell me where the description is that this is a young man like near her age like I just, I'm just like, where is that description? Because I thought she was talking to like a sixty year old, old, man old guy, or something. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like honestly, I don't know. I guess apparently, I, I think I think my issue was 
when I say like I have to be beaten over the head with something, like the book just didn't hold my attention as much as I would have yeah. liked it to. So my mind would wander, you know, if I'm reading a page and like there were definitely certain points when I'd have to reread the page because I got thinking about something and I was like, what the fuck am I reading right now? And I had to go back. Um, you know, there were cute parts in it. I got through it because I had to mostly. <laughs> I wonder if I if it would have been a, D, a DNF for me if I if you were just reading it on your if own. I were just reading it on my own. I really do. I, really I don't. Do. I mm, I don't have any did not finish books because I have a hard time not finishing them. Yeah. Even if I hate it, I'd rather finish it. And be, yeah. I think I'm eternally optimistic. Maybe it's gonna get better. Maybe it's gonna get better. Maybe it's gonna get better. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I, for me, I, I can't, maybe it's going to get better my way for like, you know, weeks on end. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, at some point there was this one book, um, and I think it was called the bone clocks. And if you asked me to tell you what the fuck that book was about right now, I couldn't tell you. I finished 75% of that book, Katie. And you still, and I was like, nope. I'm I'm done. This is boring. I will look up the ending because I'm I'm like I cannot physically sit here for another fucking minute reading this book. But within that book, I I read this book after Sophie was born, and um, there was an Irish name in that book that I was like, wow, I really wish I had named Sophie Sophie that. that. And the name I'm gonna I'm gonna spell it for you, um, and you're gonna tell me how you think how you think to say it. It's spelled A. O-I-F-E. Yafi. Aoife. Oh. I'm like, that's the cutest fucking name I've ever heard. And I've, it's kind of Sophie-ish. It but your child would have had their name butchered Every her entire time. life. Her entire life. So it's probably for the better that I didn't yeah. hear it previous to that. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I had, I would have picked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in true fashion, I just need to read one small little part of page 84. Okay. Which was why I was here, wasn't it? A grown woman essentially living with my parents. So this is Natalie's section. Mm -hmm. I was thankful for their help, yes, but also mortified my life had come to this. Before I fell down a rabbit hole of regret, I forced myself to stop thinking about the things I couldn't change. So that's what I just got there. I was like, that counts. It counts. It, counts. it does count. It does count. <laughs> because, you know, the only time anybody's ever fallen down a rabbit hole is Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Yep. yep. So, yeah, makes sense. Sometime right in the middle of the book, I wrote down page 114. I don't know if that's, I well, I, maybe that is right where I was actually on it. I was like, is Natalie's husband, Matt, actually dead? Is that the way this is going to go? I was like, because she had this whole trauma about the water because he was full of lies. And there's a lot of character stories in this book that I feel like could have been better developed. I, I think it's too, I think, you know. It was too wordy other than still trying to, I don't know. It's, it's. It's a it's a relatively short book, and it didn't feel short. It didn't feel short because you know it's it's whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it took me a long a longer time to read this than it takes me to read most, most things. Pages, yes. Yeah. Um, that being said, like I, I agree with you. I think that like they they could have done a lot more character development for some of these people. I think there were just too many characters involved. Like take for instance, Celie, Natalie's mother which is Anna Kate's grandmother. Like, she is this fucking... I, I want to give a Gilmore Girls reference right now. She's And some people might know what, what I'm saying. Emily, she's an Emily Gilmore. She is the matriarch of the family. She is a fucking stone-cold bitch, okay? It's her way or the goddamn highway. She reminded me um, a little bit of Mary Jane's mom. 
in the Mary Jane book that we just okay. read for book club. Yeah. Just yeah. like prim and proper and yeah. wearing her pearls. And yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't and it, wear, doesn't not wear shoes in the house. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Can we talk uh, about that for one goddamn second? Yeah, no. What? Fuck you. Why are you not going to take your shoes off? In your house? No. You can't even be comfortable in your house? She also reminded me of the person, of the, the, not the person, and Mrs. Maisel, where she, like, wakes up before her husband so she can put on her Uh face and then goes to lay back in Uh bed. So, she like, you can't ever see what a real, what she really looks like. Can I tell you that's the only episode of Mrs. Maisel I've ever seen because it's the first episode that happens in. Yeah, did you watch that? mm -mm, No. No, I tried. I tried and it just didn't catch my attention. I did not like it. Was she drunk and doing stand-up in that episode? That was the first episode. Okay. That was the first episode. And she shows her boobs. Like, her boobs come out. First episode. And it just wasn't for me. At some point, maybe I might try to get back, try to do it again. But, like, for me, it's just very much like I try something and I move on. Like, there's there's too much other. Yeah. The fucking, it's content everywhere. Books, music, movies, TV. I can't do this like if i'm not if i'm not hooked and i'm not caught on it i got other shit to do like i don't want to do it so mrs Maisel, unfortunately was one of those things and even though i hear constantly from people watch this watch mrs Maisel, watch it watch it watch it and i'm just like eh, shit's creek same thing yeah you know this we talk about this often yep um so talking about character development for steely um it just was a very for me it just felt like a very quick heel turn like she's this way and then suddenly she's open to this kind of thing even though she was for like you know it was very ad like she was adamant that anna kate's mother murdered their son in this car accident for 25 years for 25 of her life, years of her life and suddenly anna kate comes back and she realizes oh this is my granddaughter now and now i gotta like oh maybe i gotta whatever in a way i get it yeah i do get it but like there could have been a little bit more development yeah. and story there yeah. you know it just was very quick Yes, I agree. Yeah. And and she did, like you said, a heel turn. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. now she's not wearing shoes. Yeah. And in her just, bare feet. Yeah. Her heel turn in her bare feet. Yep. Like, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. And, and, like, and that kind of thing, like, you don't, you didn't even know that about her. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't something we knew about her. And then we learn it as Anna Kate goes to the Sunday dinner. And she's like, oh, ma- mama, you're not wearing shoes. And we're just like, what the fuck is she talking about yeah. she's in that inside the house why would she be wearing yeah, shoes yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like give us some story there yeah. you know i, I know. um i did feel really bad for natalie though about how she basically got like shunned because she was young she was three she would have been three when yeah. her when her brother died and then her mom just like straight up turned away from everything but right. they but can you see like... how that would happen though like yeah can you see how yes. that would happen like yeah. it would take over your entire life if you're if you lost a child if you lost a child absolutely and especially one who was ready to move on to the next phase of his life he was going he was leaving mm-hmm. for college um it struck me in the beginning about how you know he was 18 years old and natalie was only three years old and i'm just like holy god like i can't even imagine that and then they were talking about and then she you know had a chat with natalie about how she had trouble conceiving you know whatever and um you know that that struck a chord too because it's it's very much like that's a real thing that really happens to people absolutely and they don't have that complete family until they do and then you only have it for three years and then right. your whole world shatters yeah exactly exactly and for natalie not to even 
be able to remember her brother because she was, she was so three. young yep. when he died. Like, it's just, it's sad. It's not sad. even really remember her mom being her mom. Her mom. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it was mostly just, you know, this person, all she cares about is, is yeah. my brother and that's yep. it. Um, you want to do the pies and the blackbirds? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So the whole premise of this book is, is literally around these pies. Everybody comes to this cafe for these pies that have a certain ingredient in them it's love it's so it was so it's mulberry syrup it's mulberry syrup which why why i don't mulberry tree yeah but i don't understand why that makes them have the dreams like i'm for the same reason that the cook and the other cook are fucking cat and bird but this is what i mean like it's (laughs) not it's not it needs to be like stated in a way for me like why what so People come to have a, a slice of pie, and then at night, they, after they've had that slice of pie, they get a visit from a loved one that they lost. In their dreams. In their dreams. And, you know, there's one character, Mr. La- Lazenby, Lazenby, yeah, something like and that. He, gets a, he gets a visit from his wife every night. And she's always telling him, go get your hair cut. Go do this. Go do this. Go do that. And, like, you know, you find out at the end she was actually nagging him towards moving on. And, like... Poppy? Penny? Penny, I think. Mm, Maybe Poppy. Yes. I don't know. A P. A P. A P. Um, And, like, that was sweet. But at the same time, it's just, like, explain it to me. I don't get that. Like, I don't get this. Everybody in this town has this? Like, does this happen nowhere else? Maybe there is slight hallucinogenics in the mulberry tree. This is right. And now you go home and your mind is open to to dreaming Uh and you're having visions of your loved one. If she had, if she had said that the secret ingredient was a fucking shroom, I would believe all of this. (laughs) But for me, it's just, it's just very much like I like the idea of it because this book is clearly, even though, you know, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as as much as I would have a certain book, like certain other books. I, I know what it's about. It's about grief. It's about loss. It's about overcoming that, that, mm-hmm. the, those griefs and losses. And We've lost people. We, yeah. Yes. And, and like, of course I understand that. But at the same time, it's very much like, you know, you don't. I think you just don't learn enough about it to really be able to understand why and how, in my opinion. But that's just because I have a fucking brain that's just like, I want to know why. I want to know how you this is You realize that the cat dropped the sparkler and started the fire, right? Yes. Okay. That, of course, I realized. Because that was just, that was beaten over your head with. Like, that was just like, <laughs> oh, I thought I saw the cat with a sparkler. And then there's a fire happening and then they find a sparkler and whatever. I'm just like, God, okay, that was dumb. Like, I'm sorry, that was dumb in my opinion. <laughs> and that's going to Go back get her and to, like, think about the fact that the two of them were the cat and she, like, the cat was getting her to do and follow her, follow him yeah. to go to do all these things, to get getting off the roof, to... Go see Aubin in the cemetery and yeah. see the freaking thing that he's chewing on. And all of a sudden, well, then you see the pictures of the car and yes. you realize that there was a sugarcane stick or whatever the hell you called that what I, he was chewing I on. I get all that, but I feel like she could have gotten there without... She would have gotten there at some point without that uh, maybe. stuff. I think, personally, in my opinion. So, in regards to the blackbirds... So it's very clearly stated on multiple times that the blackbirds, there's two blackbirds, one's Z and one is her mom. They, she can tell by the colors of the eyes yep. and that has to go with their whole like heritage <laughs> and stuff like that. There's constant, me- there's not constant, there's a few mentions of the fact that there's always 24 blackbirds, four and 20 blackbirds. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was wondering how come there are only ever 24 because Z passed and now there's 24, but there was 24. So I, that I think about numbers and things like that. And I know I'm just you do. Like, I know well, you do. That did not even cross my mind at all because for me, it was just I was stuck on the fact that blackbirds aren't native. So everybody, you know, the reason why the reason why like this cafe is so overrun with people is because this is a marvel. Like people mm-hmm. are not; it doesn't make sense to them. So they're like, "Oh shit, we've never seen this, so we must." The whole come. Audubon Society of the entire country Seriously, is in this Alabama all of town. Them, all of them. It's it's kind of ridiculous. And like she just lets them like pop a squat on her freaking like you know. Cafe. I like that part though. It was it was a little weird. It's a little weird in my yeah. opinion. Like she doesn't live there. You know what I mean? Like this is a new place for her. I it's it it's nice because, you know, I think it helps her ingratiate herself with the it's crowd a little bit more. It seems but... to me like it didn't really start happening until Z took over or Z, till Z passed and she took over yes. too. Yeah. Like Which was, is kind of weird because yeah. were they not coming? previous to when that. When Z was there and running it and doing all the same yeah. stuff that Anakin So the Blackbirds was. weren't coming there and people or, or people just hadn't heard about yeah. the Blackbirds. But from what I understand, they were still coming because they heard them singing every night. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they only sing from midnight, midnight to, to one in the morning every single night. Except if you don't put the mulberry syrup in the pie and then they don't sing. Right. What? Like, why? I'm just, I'm too, again. Nobody gets dreams that night. Again, a hallucinogenic. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So, um, I had a couple things that I, th- there was a couple plays on words that she did that I kind of liked. So, Ooh, like what? One, yeah, read them while I'm looking This here. is just, I really only have one that I haven't said yet. By the looks of all the tense chairs and hammocks strung up along the full length of the median, Josh had a very busy day of him rousting the birders from their makeshift roosts. <laughs> and I was like, yep. That was kind of mm-hmm. cute. That was cute. I don't know why I can't find what I, why, why did I even, you know what? I'm just going to read the page because okay. it's, it's a short page and I'm, I'm a fast reader. So. Anna Kate Gallo stepped up to the table, her coppery-colored hair shining in the sunlight, streaming through high windows. The room was awash in light, the woodwork gleaming, the atmosphere warm and friendly. A heavenly scent filled the air, something sweet yet spicy. She said, I thought you'd be done with that article by now. You've been at it a while. He thought he'd have finished too, but he was having trouble trying to come up with a way to explain to his editor that his Blackbird article had devolved into an existential essay on life, love, loss, and forgiveness. I shouldn't be here much longer, maybe another day or two. I think that's probably why I did, like, because... That's because again, we're this is page three hundred and thirty of page three hundred and thirty-three, and like it finally hit me at that point. Okay, this is what this book is about, and she had to say it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it kind of was very much like I, I don't know. Had that's, to hit you over the it, head. Yes, yeah, and that's what I feel like. Every everything is like it's just like you shouldn't have to tell me that. I should kind of know it. You know, it just it just felt to me like. Mm, she was trying to explain it in a way so you leave the book knowing that but you didn't know it otherwise i wonder if those were like editor comments because those random chapters where it did start with that little paragraph about the reporter it was like you have to weave in a story to help us understand what like what the point of the book is and right maybe make it like somebody's doing an article about this town and throughout the whole book which is four months they're 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 doing this art or two months i don't remember yeah three months Uh, it was half of whatever time she had to be there um so maybe that was that was an editor yeah put that in kind of thing i do i like that she i do like that she stayed because of course i wanted her to be with gideon after Mm -hmm. i realized that he was not 90 years old (laughs) um 
I wanted that to happen, clearly. Um, And I'm glad she stayed. It's just, I, for me, it was very much like the whole time she was talking about leaving. I'm not staying here. I'm going. I'm supposed to be a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm leaving for medical school. And then, like, it kind of another, in another heel turn kind of way, never mind. I'm going to stay. I'm going to break that promise to my mom. Yeah, I'm going to do this instead. And she, like... You can't be any kind of doctor without going to school for it. Right, Even a holistic a, medicine a doctor. No, you can't do that. Yeah. So, like, you're not... She's literally... Sta- she, she's a baker. Yep. So she changed her entire... She's cafe like, owner. And that's fine if that's yeah. what she wanted to do. I totally get that. But it did seem like the entire time she did want to be a doctor. But I feel like she didn't actually want to be a doctor. She, she just had wanted that to help thought people. And she... Yes, she wanted to heal people. And she still is healing people. And also, way. she never gave really the impression of being super into, like doctory things mm-hmm. other than the concept of healing people i just yeah. she she had promised her mom she was going to go to it probably because her mom wanted her dad to have gone but she her mom probably was carrying that guilt too yeah that her dad couldn't have done it right or didn't get the chance to do it so. right right she wanted i think that she just wanted her to have some part of that her family. father's yep. life mm-hmm. and and so that's why she would push her to it and mm-hmm. she i mean she loved her the boyfriend like I, they they must have had a short life together because he was only 18 19 when he died 18 i would assume because mm-hmm. he was about to leave for college but like i mean you know that, that's her clearly her one love of that because it didn't sound like she ever married yeah. anybody else or moved on no. from that which is fucking disturbing in a way. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. good God. Do you imagine? <laughs> nope. Mm. At some point you need companionship. And like, and I think that now looking back on it, that's a little bit of part of the whole loss and like grieving part of the book. She wouldn't let Granny Z like kind of help her with that. It was very much like, he's dead. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm leaving. I don't want to be there. I'm done with this town. That family is an an atrocious nightmare. We're not, like, don't give me any pie. I don't want to have a visit from him. Like, he's gone, and I know he's gone, whatever. And, like, so that was, I guess, in a way, like, a a little way to show you, you know, this is the way that these people move on and, and learn how to grieve and then move on with their lives. But she couldn't do it. Yep. But, um. I don't have anything else. I, I really I really don't. Um, I do have the thing that I was supposed to tell you in the beginning that I totally forgot. Okay. So we'll, we'll save that for the epilogue. We'll save that for the epilogue. I do want to say one more thing. I This is what I love about doing this. Like, you know, sometimes I, I sometimes I sit here and I'm just like, why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? We have maybe 20 listeners, you know, give or take at any point. Mm-hmm. And for me... It's why for us. Yes. Yes. Obviously, it's for us because... Yeah, of course. <laughs> but for me, it's very much about, like, reading things I wouldn't normally read and sticking with a book that I would have put aside. And, like, it actually makes me enjoy the book more when I can sit here and have a conversation with you and learn something maybe I didn't pick up from the book. Like the cat and the bird. Like the cat and the bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, you're never going to live that one nope. down. <laughs> Um, so it's that, that's why, in my opinion, we're doing this. Like, who gives a fuck what anybody, anything else. But, um, that being said, I do hope we have more listeners. Thanks, guys. Um, (laughs) anybody want to pay us yet? What? So (laughs) that's, that's 
the story on this one, I think, and I, yeah. I think it's safe to move on to the epilogue. So okay. let's do that. All right. All right. So before we jump into actually next episode and all of that kind of stuff, um, last episode we had talked about, you had done your fast facts about doppelgangers. Mm -hmm. Did you ever go back and look up your twin thing? I didn't. I didn't. Did you? No. (laughs) No. But so we did that episode on Saturday, on a Saturday. And then that following Thursday, I went to my parents' camp up in Kuroga and we went out to dinner Thursday night with a little hole in the wall. Food was fantastic. It was like a local watering hole. Like th- my mom said something about you'd learn most of the town gossip sitting at the bar. I'm like, yeah, yeah I can get that. Yeah. Um, they had a pool table. My kids played pool. I was like, don't break the pool table, please. And if somebody <laughs> wants to play, make sure you back up. But it was a Thursday and it's the fucking middle of nowhere yeah. in the winter. And there was hardly anybody there. So it didn't matter. They were on a blast. The waitress was super sweet, super awesome. She came over a couple times, obviously, to take her order, bring her drinks, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, at one point in time, my mom asked her something, I think, about one of the guys sitting at the bar that my mom knew for something else, whatever, um, small town. And she looks at me and she goes, is your name Carly? And I was like, nope. And she goes, you look just like this girl, Carly. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, I'm not really from around here. I'm like from back in Albany. And she goes, not Gloversville? And I'm like, no. She's like, you look just like Carly. She's like, same piercing and everything. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Like, <laughs> and I was, I immediately said to her, I go, it's really strange you say that. Because literally six days ago, I was talking with my friend. We do a podcast. We were talking about a book. And we were talking yeah. about doppelgangers and how there's like six in every given point in time. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So it's like extra weird to me that you're saying that. Yeah, she's like, yeah. That's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it is. So, so I, I wish that you I wish that you would straight up ask her when's her birthday. I, <laughs> I don't think she really like knew this girl super well. Gotcha. All right. All right. Just recognize just like, was yeah. like you look familiar, you really yeah. look familiar. And I was like, mm, you kind of don't look familiar. But yeah, okay. I hear you. I but hear I'll you. have another vodka soda, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. So for our epilogue for real, we I'm so excited about what we're reading next. I'm so excited about what we're reading next. I actually, this is the first book of the Dark Materials trilogy, yes, correct? Okay. His Dark Materials, yes. And I actually just his I, Dark Materials, yes, right. his Dark Materials. Um, and it's that's actually from a, a a poem, and you'll see it in the beginning of not a poem, a book. You'll see it in the beginning of um the book when you when you open it and read it, but um. I started reading it today at lunch, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm so excited to read yeah. it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Have to read you reread it. it before now? No. Okay. This will be the first reread. Um, so it's Golden Compass, and again, the His Dark uh, Materials trilogy um, from Philip Pullman. Uh, it's so good. I can't wait to share it with you. I feel like producer Chris said he's going to read it with us. He, this is one of his favorite books as well. Okay. And um, so I, this is his reminder right here to pick up the book and read it again because I think we should do I think we should do a full mm-hmm. a full um, episode with producer with, Chris. With produ- yeah. pr- producer Chris It'll be because, our first producer Chris in the new closet. Yes, it would be. It would be. Is it? Yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, We've only done like three episodes since you moved here. That's true. <laughs> that is true. It's it seems like so much so much more. But you're right. We've been sick and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. That I'm just I'm really like ecstatic for you to read this book. And um that being said, I'm like 
every time I like read a book and I'm like, I hope, I hope, I just hope you like it instead of being like, this is so fucking boring. I don't think that you're going to feel that I way. Doubt it. Um, but, uh, I, I'm very excited to share it with you and I can't wait to talk about it next time. Uh, so that will be hopefully in two weeks from whenever this comes out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know when we're posting this episode, but yeah. Um, either way, you can follow us on our socials to keep track of that. Uh, we are on TikTok and we are on Instagram. TikTok, no. I mean, we I want to be pseudo are on TikTok. I want to be, but I don't have the fucking time to set that shit up again um, at the moment. So we are on Twitter and we are on Instagram at to be read pod. And you can email us at to be read podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find me and Katie on on Twitter and Instagram and, you know, tag us and and chat with us and see, uh, you know, tell us what you want us to read, what you've been reading. And um, I, I don't know. I, I just hope we hear from you. That's it. Uh, please, 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 please join us next time. When we make your to be read pile one book less. Shorter. Shorter, Fuck. you fucker. <laughs> oh, bye. To Be Read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willey. Produced, edited, and mixed by Chris Turo. Logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield. Graphic design by Steve Pius. Theme song, Read to Me, written and performed by Austin Maffa.